Welcome to the Oh My Allergies podcast. I'm Valencia, your host, and today's episode is going to be super fun because it's all about getting to know me, your host. So today's topic, I'm going to be having it where um, I'll be doing the 73 questions, which is, you know, if you follow Vogue and are basically not underneath a rock when it comes to YouTube that you know that they do this thing where they do this thing where they'll ask you know a celebrity or a public figure 73 questions so that the public is able to get to know them better as a person so I thought why not bring that to the podcast so I'm going to be doing um, two parts so I'm going to be doing one half of the questions in this episode and then next week's episode is going to be the second part just because it's going to be probably long to do 73 questions in one episode so I kind of wanted to break it up um, and I thought it would be cool to do something like that just because I know in the first episode of Oh My Allergies, it was really much more of an introduction to the podcast rather than an introduction to me as a person. So I wanted to do an episode where you all are able to get to know me um, and find out a little bit more about the person who is talking to you in your ear. So like I said, I am Valencia Barnes. I am currently in college right now. I am just entering my... um, senior year if you will i am a first semester senior because i am graduating early which is super exciting well fingers crossed that i get to graduate early because i really want to graduate early (laughs) um and i am a communications major i'm minoring in business administration and for my major i'm doing a concentration in public relations And so what really made me want to get into that field was when I started working with um, the nonprofit organization No Kid Hungry. Um, If you all know, if you've been following me for a really long time, then you know that I've been working working with No Kid Hungry for so many years. I've been working with them since 2012, so it's been a hot minute. And really, I first started working with them through um, one of my friends and they had told me about the organization that they had been um, supporting and I was like oh my goodness like this is so cool like I never even really knew that this was an issue and you know I wanted to definitely bring more awareness to childhood hunger in America and you know it just really resonated with me especially at the time because I was a child and so I was like I couldn't imagine kids not being able to get the right nutrients and the foods that they need um, and how it can impact them um, mentally, physically, when they're in school. It can affect so many different aspects of their life. So I, of course, I wanted to get involved in any way that I can. And so I first started out doing a lot of um, promotion for them through um, social media and like social networks and blogs. Um, that's originally how I started, um, helping the organization. And then, um, after doing that for a few months, I got asked by the, um, brand manager and the branding agency that is in charge of all of No Kid Hungry's, um, like digital presence. And I got asked to be a part of the No Kid Hungry Social Council, which, um, I was the youngest member on the council and still am. And so, It was really an honor because at that time, I think I was around 12 or 13 years old. So really, it was just crazy that 
you know, I was being asked to do this type of thing when I was younger and being a So basically the social council com- was comprised of influencers who were on and offline and are passionate advocates for No Kid Hungry. And it was a range of all different types of ages, occupations, and backgrounds. And the whole purpose of it was to be able to share our strength and leverage our influence and communities to be able to help make No Kid Hungry a reality. And so that kind of started my passion for not only um, social media and using social media for good, but also really um, getting into the food space and kind of getting into blogging. And so that really was like a stepping stone for me. And that is kind of how I got into the whole idea of doing a blog and having an online presence because it really wasn't a thing when I was growing up. Um, social media was kind of still new and I kind of was like, I don't really know what this is and Twitter was just new. I was so grateful to be able to see all of the positiveness that comes from social media and having a social presence and being able to use social media for good. So that's always been my intention throughout you know, starting with them and having my own blog and having, you know, the social media presence that I have is to be able to use social media for good to educate people. So fast forward in 2014 is when I officially started Life of a Vegaholic. Um, I had a blog previously, like I had like a few other blogs that had started and stopped, whether it was you know, I had like a little small one that was about um, like Disney Channel news. Like it's so cringy now thinking about it. I came out with a blog where I just talked about all the things that was going on with me um, just because I had a lot of family members that didn't live near me. So that was kind of my way of being able to keep people up in the loop and what I'm doing. And then um, I wanted to create a blog, um, which is the one that is present today about um, for people who are vegetarian because when I was younger there wasn't really a lot of resources um, for people who are vegetarians let alone vegetarians who have food allergies and food sensitivities so that was the reasoning behind me wanting to make life of a vegaholic to be able to have a platform to show how just because you have dietary restrictions doesn't mean that food is not fun and food can't be enjoyable so that was the whole reasoning behind starting life of a vegaholic is being able to be able to um, educate people whether that's through recipes whether that's through kitchen tips and tricks on how to be able to make your life easier essentially and or whether it's talking about um some of my favorite products that I've tried recently, doing product reviews, talking about different events and talking about different things that are happening around Atlanta, just being able to have a hub that's for people who are um, plant-based, who are meatless, and who also have food allergies and food sensitivities. So that's a little bit about me, where I currently am, you know, how I kind of got onto the whole online presence thing, which kind of led to me 
choosing um, the career that I want to do, which is being in uh, public relations um, and content creation and in um, digital marketing. And then also how I got into doing my whole blog and getting onto social media and, you know, that's how I was able to get as much experience as I have doing what I'm doing because I started so young and looking back, I can't even believe that I accomplished as much as I have um, when I was younger, whether that's through you know, working with No Kid Hungry and other um, nonprofit organizations to help them through um, social media and through other communication channels, or whether that's with acting, because that's something that a lot of people don't know about me is that I used to be a child actor. And that was a big part of my life. And I did the whole thing where I lived in California. And, you know, and I was on some TV shows, and I did some movies and commercials and, um, And then it got to a point where I wanted to go to college and kind of settle down and, and, you know, put my education first. And so I kind of took a break and, um, yeah, so that's like a little random fun fact about me. So this intro is kind of long, I'm sorry, (laughs) but I guess this could take place in front of what's going on because I really don't have anything going on with me nothing really exciting or anything like that so now we will get into my foodie likes and dislikes so my foodie likes and dislikes um oh I have one so lately I've been liking the popcorn chicken from Morningstar Farms it's a new product that they came out with and fun fact about me when I was younger I was obsessed with popcorn chicken I loved popcorn chicken so much ever since I became a vegetarian again um I haven't really been able to find like equivalents to certain things that I used to like when I was younger so popcorn chicken being one of them um but when I tried this Morning Star Farms, it's pretty darn close. And it tastes really good. Like, it tastes like I'm actually eating popcorn chicken, in my opinion. And, you know, you dip it in ketchup, and it tastes so good. And I highly recommend it. It's really good for if you just want to have, like, just, like, a little mini, like, lunch. Or if you want to use them as, like, appetizers, because they're really, really small. And then another foodie, like is the I forget the brand it might be green giant there are these cauliflower tots they taste so amazing and I love how you know when because you bake them and so when I bake them like I like them being like harder on the outside a little bit and then when you bite into it like it's like it's really like melts in your mouth and it's soft on the inside and it tastes so good highly recommend them they had like a sweet potato one but I wasn't really that big of a fan of it like it was just it was okay and I specifically say the brand green giant because I've tried other brands of cauliflower tots and one thing that I hate like I absolutely hate about them is that some of them are mixed with like potatoes and I'm like no I just want the cauliflower. I don't want cauliflower and potato because to me personally, they don't taste that great when they're cauliflower and potato tots. So just try 
straight up cauliflower veggie tots. Highly recommend them, especially if you are trying to not eat as many tater tots or eat as many fries and you want more of a healthier alternative to those things but still want to have something crispy and tasty highly recommend these one of my foodie dislikes is this green tea that i tried right so like i said before in previous episodes and on my blog i am a huge fan of green tea but i tried this one brand at Whole Foods. I think it's like Gaiam or something like that. It's like the brand that's like does the yoga mats and is all about centering your life and all that other type of stuff, right? So they have their own organic green tea. So I was like, hey, this might actually taste really good. You know, it was in Whole Foods, it was on sale, they had a coupon with it. I was like, oh my goodness, this is gonna be so good. Packaging looks amazing. Like, I'm just so excited. So then when I tasted the green tea, and by the way, I got the mint flavor. They have like a few other different flavors, but I tried specifically the mint one. And, you know, I was like super sold on it. There wasn't that much sugar in it. They're like, it's two grams of sugar per bottle and it's only like 20 calories and all this other type of stuff. So I was like, ooh, let me try this out. (laughs) So I tried it and you know when you have something and you wanna love it so bad, like you're just like, I'm willing to convince myself that I like it, but it, but then you like take another sip of it again and then you're like, man, This is just not it. That's exactly how I felt about this tea. Now maybe like when I was looking at the ingredients, the thing that I saw that they use for sweetener, they use um, stevia. And I should have known when I saw stevia that I wasn't gonna like it because normally when it comes to things that that are sweetened by stevia, I do not like them. Like I just don't like the taste of stevia at all. Like it tastes like artificial and fake to me. I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed because I normally love mint tea. I usually like green tea. So a mixture of those things, I thought it was going to be the bomb.com, but it wasn't. So now that I have said my foodie likes and dislikes, now we're going to get into foodie news. So the article that I'm going to be talking about today is called it turns out half of people who believe they have a food allergy actually may not and this article i found on i believe i found this on buzzfeed so in this buzzfeed news article they talk about how there is a new study that is led by Northwestern University's Feinberg School of Medicine and they surveyed over 40,000 um, adults in the U.S. for food allergies and they found out that half of the people who reported an allergy didn't actually present true symptoms of having a food allergy and they talked about how um, when they did the study they said that student participants they were asked to report like symptoms of any food allergies they thought that they would have and they had like a little key as far as what they considered to be like a true allergy the people who were um, doing the survey so they had to have it where the participants described at least one like quote-unquote convincing reaction 
from a list of symptoms. So whether that's hives or swelling or difficulty swallowing or vomiting or chest pain or diarrhea, you know, having cramps and fainting. In their study, they said that 19% of people believe that they suffered from a food allergy, but out of that 19%, only 10.8% actually reported that they had at least one of those symptoms that I just named. The researchers, they concluded that basically half of the people who were participating in the study believed that they had food allergies were mistaken or they could be mistaken. I thought that was really interesting because I know that when I hear some people talk or some people just say certain things and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I have an allergy or oh my goodness, like I have an intolerance or blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, don't use that as an excuse to be like, hey, I'm not going to eat it. Like if you're not going to eat that food just because you don't want to eat it, like just say you just don't want to eat it. Like just don't hide behind like the label of having an allergy just because you don't want to eat it you know like because there's a lot of people who deal with those actual allergies I feel like some people think that they're like a joke and it's like oh well you're not really allergic like you can't really be allergic to that because I've had that happen to me and I'm like why do I have to prove to you that I'm allergic like what do you want me to do do you want me to eat the thing that I'm allergic to and then you want to see me have an allergic reaction and then you're gonna believe me no No. So I just thought this whole study was interesting that how some people think that they actually have food allergies, but then, you know, they might not have at least one of the symptoms of having a food allergy. Therefore, they could be mistaken that they have one. So that concludes the foodie news. So now we're going to get into the Now we're going to get into the 73 questions part one. I've not looked at these questions before. This is the the first time I'm looking at these questions. And the place where I'm getting the questions from, in case you're curious, I'm getting them from a blog called that I saw somebody have like about the 73 questions that they put together. And I was like, oh, I want to do this. This will be like super fun. So what I'm going to do, like I said in the beginning, is that I'm going to break the questions in half. So I'm going to do a part one, which is now, and then part two episode. So let's get started. I'm kind of scared because I really don't know what to expect with these questions. So the first question is, what's your favorite time of day? Um, My favorite time of the day is I'd probably say maybe around like 10 or 11 o'clock because it's like not too early and it's like not too late. Um, It's like brunch hour and I love brunch. I know it's specific, but yeah, well. Um, What's your biggest weakness? Gosh, we're getting deep on the pod today. Um, My biggest weakness? Um... I don't know, maybe that I don't um, talk about my emotions that much, I guess, and that I try to like hide them. Um, What's your biggest strength? I'd probably say my biggest strength is that I consider myself a straightforward person and that I keep it real all the time and that I don't try to, you know, 
beat around the bush. Um, I don't try to like sugarcoat anything. I just keep it real. And I consider that um, a good strength because you're honest. And that's an important quality to me is honesty and being upfront and honest. What's the biggest learning experience you've had? The biggest learning experience that I've had um, is probably that to not put your trust, not put your, not put your a hundred percent faith in people, and to just put your a hundred percent faith in the Lord because people will disappoint you um, because people aren't perfect. And so for you to just put your faith and to just look and to look into one person and to try to find your own happiness in one person that you're just doing a disservice to yourself and that you'll be disappointed in the end, like numerous, numerous, numerous times. So I've learned that to not do that and that to, if you want to be able to have true happiness, then you need to find that you know, with God and from within, because if you're not happy, then how are you going to be able to approach different relationships, whether they're romantic or platonic, um, if you're not happy and you're not whole, like two halves don't make a whole, like you need to be whole. Two halves do equal whole, but for relationships purposes, like you can't have two broken pieces and think you're going to have um, a full whole relationship like you both need to have be two holes and then you come together um what's your idea of a perfect date um a perfect date um I'd probably say one of them because I'm such a huge soccer fan I'd probably say going to either um, one of my favorite soccer teams, whether that's in MLS or whether that is in the English Premier League. Um, I have a lot of different favorite teams um, for the um, English Premier League and then also for MLS. My favorite MLS team for, I mean, I have to say Atlanta United because I'm from here. And then plus I love Atlanta United anyway, so it's natural. What else? Hmm. Going to one of my favorite restaurants. Um, what else? This is stuff I normally don't really think about. Like, it's not really at the forefront of my mind. Um, doing a cooking class because I really like cooking. Um, I think that would be really fun. And going horseback riding because I love horseback riding. Um, I do it when I can. Okay, next question. Gosh, I'm taking so long to do this. This is why I have to break the episodes into two episodes because I take such a long time answering these questions because I'm thinking about them because I've not seen them before. Anyway, what's one vice you wish you could give up? One vice I wish I could give up? Um, I guess maybe comparison. Maybe I'll say that. What's a cause that is important to you? I guess a cause that's important to me that applies to pretty much every aspect of my life, whether it's working with um, different nonprofits, whether it's through my blog, whether it's just, you know, just in general, my, my life philosophy is really just to help people 
understand what they put in their body and how what they put in their body can do either harm or good or lack of food could do harm to their body as well um yeah I'd say that's something that's really important to me what's the best compliment you've ever received um I guess a really good compliment is that I've been told um a lot over the years is that I'm very I'm a very easy person to talk to in that I am a loyal person and that I'm a really good friend which I wholeheartedly believe that I am because I take all of my friendships very seriously um when are you the most inspired I'm the most inspired when I'm either you know watching um either like watching some of my favorite youtubers like daniel carolyn Zolora, um brooke michio um who else um ava gutowski um and just just some of my favorite youtubers those are just a few and that are just in different um realms of youtube or listening to um podcast um listening to audiobooks um about whether it's about like self-help books um like some of my favorite books that I like listening to is from Joel Osteen um I love listening to his books they always put me in such a great mood and leave me feeling inspired um or listening to um inspirational music that really gets me inspired specifically I've been loving for king and country they've been um putting me in a really great positive mindset um so that and then also when it comes to recipe development um I love going on Pinterest or looking in magazines um just to be able to get some inspiration for that um sweet or savory I'd probably say hmm maybe down the middle is that even an option I don't know it just depends like I'd probably say either down the middle or savory because I know I'm not a sweets person anymore which is hilarious because when I was younger I used to be so much of a sweets person like I would be the person that would eat like the cookies and I'd drink hot chocolate and I'd drink a bunch of juice and I'd drink you know all of these sugar-filled things and you know I'd eat so much fruit what song can you listen to on repeat lately a song that I can listen to on repeat is either no turning back by for king and country or it's not over yet by for king and country <laughs> I as you can see I've been on a for king and country kick um, I'm not sorry about it what makes you smile the most what makes me smile the most is um god god makes me smile the most uh what's one thing people don't know about you one thing that people don't know about me is that i used to do well maybe people do know about me but i just don't talk about it as much anymore is that i used to be a child actor um, heels 
or flats or sneakers? Um, hmm. Definitely, I'm, I've evolved over the years. Probably a few years back, I definitely would have been like, heck no to heels. Um, but as long as it's like, it depends because I love a good platform sneaker and I love a good platform wedged boot. So I guess like it just depends on how I'm feeling, but I do like being um like getting like a little bit more height because i'm only five three vintage or new um new what are three things you can't live without three things i can't live without um i'd say god um my dog and um like my like my mom window or aisle seat oh definitely window seat because i'm one of those people that when i'm on the plane i like leaning on like the wall part of the plane and leaning on it and being able to like go and like sleep on it <laughs> so i've i definitely would say i'm a windows um what's your current tv character obsession my current tv character obsession i'd probably say max from new amsterdam i really like him uh leather or lace probably leather What's the most adventurous thing you've done in your life? The most adventurous thing I've done in my life, maybe I'd probably say when I went to Gatlinburg, maybe like two years ago, and I went into the Smoky Mountains and I was, um, I had my camera with me because I take my camera with me wherever I go. And so I was, you know, we were, me and my mom we were hiking and I would go like to the edge of like some but you know I'm a true photographer I like being able to get the shot so I probably say that's one of the most adventurous things that I've done how would you define yourself in three words in three words I would probably say easygoing strong and ambitious easygoing because I'd say I'm a pretty chill person um strong uh, my name means strong um which is a fun fact and ambitious because I'm pretty determined when I put my mind to something what's your current favorite food at the moment my current favorite food at the moment I'd say is crispy chickpeas Crispy chickpeas are so good. I love them so much. I have made them myself. I have a recipe for them on my blog. Or I'll like go and buy the ones from Saffron Road. So, so good. What's a must-have um, item everyone should own in their kitchen? A must-have item that everyone should own in their kitchen, I'd say is a food processor a food processor of some sort they really come in handy especially like during the holiday season like they make holiday cooking so much easier and just life easier in general like even not in holiday season so like if you want to chop onions and you don't want to end up crying or if you want to chop up garlic or if you want to make salsa or if you want to make a lot of different dishes you can just do that in a food processor so Food processor is a definite must-have. What's inspiring you in life right now? 
What's inspiring me in life right now is um, looking at Steve Furtick on Instagram, through his Instagram, um, also listening to podcasts, and um, yeah, I'd probably say that, those two things. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? The best piece of advice that I've ever seen, that the best piece of advice that I've ever received is I'd probably say to forgive someone not because they deserve it, but to forgive them because you deserve peace. Because when you are frustrated or mad with someone, you know, you're taking extra energy to be mad at someone when really at the end of the day, you could be using that energy and putting it towards something else. So forgive, not for the other person, but for yourself to give yourself a sense of calmness and peace so that you can move forward with your life and that you'd be able to um, put that energy towards, you know, passion projects. What's your pet peeve? My pet peeve? Oh my goodness, I have so many. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Um, one of my pet peeves is people being nosy. I hate nosy people. It's a it's it's really bad. If pe- people know that I just have a real big issue with people who are just nosy. Even when we're on the like the highway or something and like cars like act like they can't drive and they like go super slow and that they're like nosy it's like look you're not gonna stop your car to go over there and help them so just like just go just go like even my dog is nosy like it just it like that just irks my nerves like and I know dogs are supposed to be curious but like my dog I feel like she's just like nosy to a different level diamonds or pearls um I guess diamonds Um, What's something you notice about someone when you first meet them? Um, I notice um, people's eyes and smile. So those are the things I notice the most. What is my biggest regret? I don't really have any regrets because I feel that every moment in life is a learning moment. And so I I don't... believe that there should be a such thing as a regret because you end up using um, different experiences where you've learned from it and so if you're using those different experiences um, where something might have gone wrong and you're like lesson learned then I feel like it shouldn't be a regret because you learned something. Um, What's heavily played on your music playlist right now? Um, For King and Country all the way and um, Michael Buble's um, Christmas album because I love Michael Buble and you can't have Christmas without Michael Buble. What's your favorite board game? My favorite board game is Sorry. I have not played Sorry in such a long time, but Sorry is a really good game. Start some wars, but it's a good one. What's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure is eating um popcorn while watching either like the bachelor the bachelorette or this other show on usa called temptation island but temptation island woo! if you watch this past season woo, woo! that's all i gotta say if you know you know
Um, what book did you most recently finish? Ooh. I don't know, a school book? I don't know, it's so bad. I have not really actually sat down and read a book in a very long time, which is something that I want to get better at. Lately, if I do anything with a book, it's usually an audiobook. And let me see, I have to look in my Audible app to see what's like the last book. The last book that I was listening to on there was a Joel Osteen book. It's called, I Declare 31 Promises to Speak Over Your Life. So, highly recommend that book. What are you currently reading? Um, I'm not reading anything. Um, yeah, I'm not reading anything. I feel so bad. Because normally, like in years past, like I, when I was younger, I used to be like a hardcore reader. I used to love reading. But I really stopped reading once the bookstore that was near my house closed down and they didn't put a new bookstore back. How do you start your day? Well, it just depends, but normally how I start my day, like during when I'm back at school, I wake up, I look at my I look at my alarm, I see, oh, I think I have a little bit more time, I'll go back to sleep, um, and then I'll wake up again, and then I will get up, then I will go and turn off my diffuser because normally I will have my um, diffuser on to be able to help me with going to sleep. I'll be playing like some music, whether that's like for King and Country. Um, I'll also listen to, I think his name is Danny Goki. Um, or I will listen to like John Bellion like those are like my top artists um, while I'm getting ready um, and then I'll like fill up my water bottles um, make some coffee if I have time you know that type of thing and then I will get dressed and then I will go to the dining hall and get breakfast if I'm in the mood if not I'll probably just go straight to class or I might go to Starbucks and get um something from there and my favorite holiday um my favorite holiday I'd probably have to say besides my birthday maybe Christmas yeah I'd probably say Christmas is my favorite holiday so we're gonna stop it here because I'm pretty sure this podcast episode is so long Like, I take so many pauses because I'm trying to think of things to say because I've not seen these questions before. But that wraps up today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it, getting to be able to get to know me a little bit more. Um, Come back next week so to hear part two of this podcast for the 73 questions with your host, Valencia Barnes. Um, Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Um, Give us a rating. Hopefully it's five stars and I will talk to you all in my next episode. Bye guys.